I drop a honeymoon? How yeah. Was, how was the honeymoon? Still got a tan, man. <laughs> um, it was, I mean, it was amazing. I don't know. I hope, I hope no one's ever had a bad honeymoon. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. I'm sure it happens more than... It doesn't, yeah, I don't, it doesn't happen a lot, but I think it happens more more than we think. Um, but it, it was great for us. John just got married, so congrats, John and Kelsey. And nice. you know, this is my new favorite thing to do. <laughs> oh, there, yeah. Smack everything in my ring. Yeah. I actually have silicone rings. I bought like okay several truckloads of silicone rings. This way, I don't accidentally go out without my wedding ring. I have five in my car, right? Five at work, five by my bedside, five in the bathroom. So I'm finally getting back at Kelsey for having her hair in the shower all the time. She's like, right. well, if you could have your hair in the shower, I can have silicone wedding rings everywhere I go. Sounds even. <laughs> sounds even. Yeah, basically. <laughs> all right, man. So um, first topic, first podcast, right? By the way, you made this, John made this drink and it's like rocket fuel. What's in this? It is, uh, it's kind of like an, we can, actually we can call it the unholy trinity. So it's a, it is a mix between a Manhattan, an old fashioned and a sidecar. So it's got it's ele- great. elements of all three. It's it's exclusively alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> except for the ice that's not in there anymore. So I want to talk um, first pot. I want to talk the the Great Resignation. So let me talk through some of some of this data here. Okay, so in July of 2021, four million people quit their jobs. Uh, I read that August slightly higher, like something like four point three. Mm-hmm. Um, there are over 10 million jobs close to 11 by some counts open in in the united states here's some of the interesting stats this here's some of the things that you don't typically see or maybe a little bit surprising about what, what's going on here so the the highest or the most disproportionately high quitting group in those counts of 4 million 4 million plus are mid-career professionals so people ages 30 to 45. So typically you see the highest quit rates amongst younger people who are basically, you know, testing out, yeah, job hopping, testing out there for, you know, finding out they don't like the first thing and go, you know what I mean? Yeah. And early on in your career, that's the only way to like actually get a raise and right. Right. And then also folks later on in their careers who are taking early retirement, may have found a windfall who are you know, maybe just transitioning to a different part of their work life where they're ready to take on something less stressful, things like that. So those are the patterns you usually see. This is a weird pattern. Usually people 30 to 45 really, really stick with their jobs generally, right? And not only that, the two sectors where we're seeing the highest rates of folks quitting, I think, I think, and I think what's maybe missing here, I'm not sure we'll have to check on it, is that white collars because I, i'm pretty sure that the the service industry hotel restaurants those types of things are seeing the highest rate yeah of quitting but they also they usually do they, they have the, they're, they're constantly in high turnover right, yeah. high turnover right but tech and healthcare are some of the highest quit rates amongst mid-career professionals that's interesting so if you're in tech and you're between the ages of 30 to 45 you could be making more money than you've really seen before your tech career before the age of 30 yeah i would imagine people in tech 30 to 45 by and large doing pretty well they're they're people in tech between the ages of 30 and so we're talking like senior managers yeah right like yeah, yeah. Th- like these are people who are making more than like basically any profession in history like the only really the only people that are making more than 30 to 45 people in tech 
are doctors, lawyers, fifty plus, right. and and like really successful entrepreneurs. Yeah, or or the doctor, and, and the lawyer, investment dollars. banker, yeah. triad, right? But let's talk about some of the reasons, right? Because I think that one of the things that's going on is that there's a lot of, through the pandemic, people are rediscovering some of their priorities. They want to be around family more. They, they realize what it was that they were casting aside yeah. for so long and realize that it's not worth it. And I think that's a huge part. I think that that is a proxy to something else. Because I think people have long known that by spending a lot of time on your job, your family life could be the thing suffering. Yeah, like, I mean, like, we almost, like, take pride in that, you know. like as Americans, like, yeah. Like, in, in this corporate cult, like, being, I, I mean, this is painting with very broad brushstrokes here, but, like, being, like, very into your family and, like, taking all your vacation days and taking all your sick days. Yeah. It's, like, seen as being a bad worker, you know? It's, like, it's like yeah. countercultural to do that. Yeah. And so I don't think that people, I don't think that the pandemic hit, people started working from home and finally realized that. Mm-hmm. I think what it's done is have people... I think the same reasons are always there. I think, I think it's the same reasons. Yeah. Um, and I think what people have is a renewed confidence that they can figure it out otherwise. And uh, you can take this job and job it. I think it's, I think it's a confidence trigger. Yeah. I mean, the fact that like every company is hiring at every, exactly. yeah. every conceivable, like from, from mail room to boardroom. Yeah. You know, I actually have a friend who does uh, recruiting for like a pretty big company, and she was telling me that like they were like they're bringing people in at salaries that they would have laughed them out of the room for last year. Yeah, well, I guess you free up some money of more people than you ever thought were going to quit, quit, and you can't fill all those roles. Right? Yeah, because you have, you have six months of empty around. payroll. Yeah, it's not a problem. And so, here's the question, man: uh, Did you quit your job? Um. I mean, they already are, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, it just depends on like what you're gonna do with that. Like, I, I, it, like quitting your job is like even at, at right now, and like even like a couple months ago, when you were getting all of these like government subsidies, and and there was like there's a lot of support out there for people who like weren't working or weren't working full time. Yeah, it wasn't the worst idea. Like, I have a couple friends that are still in the restaurant world, and like they were like they were making really good money on unemployment and like with like the confidence that that job is always going to be there when you get back so they were just going on like really yeah. long vacation like i i like globe trotting during the pandemic <laughs> which was like I don't, it was it was cool it was also a little irresponsible but that was like a cool vibe for a little bit but i don't personally i don't think you should i don't know that the rules have really changed like i would say a lot of it depends on your circumstances. Yeah. Right. So, I think you got to really understand why are you quitting your job? If you're quitting your job because your boss is a fucking asshole, you probably should have always quit that job. But yes. you should probably always line something else up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. People leave people, and one another topic for another pod, another day. I think there's like a, I think there's a leadership quality crisis in corporate America. And you're finally seeing people wake up from like, why am I working for this asshole? Yeah. As somebody who's had both 
a set of amazing bosses and truly trash bosses. Right. That's a factor, man. And I, I don't think that's different. I think a lot of those 4 million are finally basically realigning their priorities to say, I've put up with it, but I don't, I probably shouldn't. I don't think that means you throw your security to the winds. If anything, I think the current environment gives people way more leverage. Yeah. And I think people are seeing like, like my generation, which is like where I'm not quite 30 yet. So I'm at the very bottom of that statistic, but I went from like, it it was, it's a complete 360. I went from a work environment where you lived in constant fear of losing your job and not being able to get one, you know, just, just a couple years ago. Yeah. So like when I graduated college in 2018, like there was like this, like it was the exact opposite environment. Like everyone's like, you like everyone's hiring low unemployment, everyone's hiring low unemployment. And then, and you can't get a job because everyone's hiring and there's low unemployment. Yeah. And now it's the opposite. Now, now there's super high unemployment and everyone's hiring and there's actual jobs to be had. So yeah, if I was like a 35 year old who was like, you know, this is my way of taking a sabbatical. I get that. Yeah. You know, if I work in, if I work, especially in tech and healthcare, right? Like literally the two most in-demand industries mm-hmm. or two of the most in-demand industries, I know I'm coming back to a job. I know I'm probably coming back to a job that's paying better than the job that I have because just like every couple of weeks, Every, every few weeks that you're out of the industry, the, just the value prop continues to go up. So, yes, if you, I would say, I'm going to amend my original statement. If you're in tech or healthcare, have a really long vacation. If, if a really long vacation means quitting, yeah. Yeah. You know, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you have to, like, you know, obviously don't don't quit with like you know a thousand dollars in your bank account right but yeah if you have a if you have a nest egg like that job is going to be waiting for you when you get home you don't have to worry about it look you should always find ways to create leverage so even if not if you're not aggressively looking get out there interview maybe hunt down a couple of offers Mm -hmm. and then and then go to go to your current situation and say this is this is where i'm at what should we do right right and in that case, either which way you win. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, I do think, like, I, I hate the, the, where do you want to be in five years? Question is <laughs> bullshit. But right. don't just quit. Have like a manifest, like where, where do you want to go with things? Right. And does quitting provide you like a turning point to get there? Yes. I agree. The, that's that's the thing like yeah. i think that's the question like where do you want to go and is quitting a tool in getting you closer to where you want to go yeah because if you like where you're at don't quit just go and demand more yeah and also i mean you can you can also um be a beneficiary of of this environment like for example i am 29 years old i'm a director in like you know a relatively large nonprofit, so yeah. like what five years ago that's that would that's not going to happen right so like there are there are also positions opening up at the top at your company or someone else's company yep so you know maybe it's maybe it's both and maybe it's take a two-month sabbatical 
come back, you know, like you said, maybe line something up and say, I don't want to start for three months. Yeah. And then have your three month fun time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't go on a six month vendor, you know, spend every single dollar to your name and then, yeah, you know, hope the economy is in the same forgiving position as it is now in six months. I just hope people, especially younger folks or like, you know, people our age, cause you know, people our age have families and kids mm-hmm. and, uh, what I what I hope people aren't doing is just kind of cutting loose and being like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna chase my dreams." Whereas, like, don't chase your dreams. Pl- pl- methodically step your way. Yes. To your dreams. Have have a plan. Even if that plan doesn't work out, at least you had applied like a lot of thinking to how you're going to achieve what it is you want to achieve. Yeah. And just because everybody's saying F off with their job, that doesn't mean you have to do it. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like there might even start to be some peer pressure around like, nah, man, fucking quit your job and digital nomad. Yeah. Which, like, which, yeah, I mean, maybe. Well, it's like, like in college, like I, I did, I did terribly in college because every, every one of my friends, let's say I had 10 friends, Every time I saw one of those 10 people, they were, they were like not studying and going out and partying. But like what I, what I learned the hard way was that I was just seeing one tenth of their time. So I just happened to walk in on my friends as they were quitting studying and going to party where, so I partied 10 times as much as everyone else. Cause I thought that no one was studying. So don't make this assumption that the field is operating <laughs> that way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just because you see a bunch of people quitting maybe you don't know that these people have jobs lined up maybe you don't know that these people made hundreds of thousands of dollars on the stock market like like whatever the case may be you can't look at just the superficial explanation and say oh well that's going to work out for me because it's working out for all these people because the reality is that you're only seeing one tenth of what's going on in this person's life yeah it's true i think that so i'm, I'm trying to like simulate in my head this hasn't happened, but I'm trying to simulate in my head somebody, like a, a friend who's 30 years old, coming to me and saying, hey, dude, I think I'm going to quit my job. And I'm trying to think about what my reaction would be, right? And I think my reaction would be, okay, but why and how is it going to help you? Right. For what? Right. What, what do you, what's, what's step two in that process? Yeah. And also, what's, what's prompting step one? Right. Because if you hated your job like yo it's on you you didn't you didn't need this cataclysmic event to go and change your circumstances yeah yeah you you know what i mean yeah like so before you quit the job hit pause take a moment to look inside and say has this the way i'm feeling about my work has this always been the case and now i am using what's going on around me right as a as a trigger point yeah. to do what I've been always wanting to do. I don't think you want to go into it not understanding your own reasons or pulling the wool over your own eyes Yeah, for, for the reasons. Because it just like people, just like East Coasters move to, have you ever heard people from California say this? Like people from the East Coast move out to LA or San Diego thinking that they're going to like, they like they're going to leave their problems in the dust, but uh. their problems, yeah, but their problems just follow them. <laughs> to to the west coast because they didn't solve them right yeah yeah 
you know, and just changing where you go won't solve the problem. Right. You have to, you have to fix the problem. And if quitting is part of fixing the problem, then yes, sure. by all means do it. Right. But it's probably not like I can get for the, for the vast majority of people. If you're quitting because your boss sucked. Okay. I, I can empathize. Yeah. There's ways to get out from, I, I, there are people who will tell you that you can manage up a bad boss. I'm going to tell you that's poor shit. Yeah. There's, there's a, or there's a very finite cap on that. Depends yeah. how bad the boss is, but there's a very finite cap on that. And I would say like, that is a very legitimate reason to want to quit a job, but that might've been your scenario for years now. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, and also like you, you should basically you should never quit a job because like everyone has at least enough free time to apply to like one job a day. Yeah. yeah like if, if you have a scenario where you're like, I'm considering quitting just like, I mean, like maybe you reach a threshold where you literally just can't handle it anymore, but like you also have to recognize that you have to eat and like right. that, like that primal instinct should be at least enough for you to get, you know, a couple dozen apps out into the ecosystem to give you a little bit of a head start. Jumping first is just never the right idea. I feel like I'm even seeing smart people do that because they hate what they've been doing, which to me is a pretty significant inflection point. Like, wait, you hate what you've been doing, but right now is the time to leave it? Yeah. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Right. I mean, it is teaching companies, and like, I, oh, I think yeah. I think it is restructuring American work culture. <laughs> but like, don't don't let your life experience. Don't let a, a a failure. Like, don't let your failure be America's life experience. Yeah. Like let like let someone else be the guinea pig. <laughs> right. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, well, what about so what about this one? Um, starting a business. Because I think what some portion of people are doing is quitting because they've got some savings mm -hmm. and they want to start a business um, because they don't want to work for the man anymore. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so we've started a business. Should we talk about how fucking hard it is to start a business? Yeah. Like I love you and I, I love comments, but I'm not, I'm not leaving my job anytime soon. <laughs> like, but you know, but, but, but we can't, I think that if, there's this impulse to go start a business. Let, let that stand on its own. What if, what if you didn't have the option to quit, but you still wanted to start something? I mean, I, I, I think we are, and many people are living proof that you can get like, you can get, you can get pretty far down that road. Nights and weekends. Bef yeah, yeah. Before quitting your job is a requirement. Well, well, you've got it right. Especially, especially in this day and age where it's, it's super hard to get attention out there. Yeah. It's super hard. Ad, ad rates are high, higher than they've ever been because large brands with huge budgets are basically changing the sea level. Yeah. And and they can afford, they can afford to piss it away. Yes. Like, well, having guys so like having worked in the agency world and on the client side for many, a large brand, what goes on in media buying is like, borderline laughable like well, the, just like throwing money at oh yeah oh oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um and i think you know i i think that 
lots of top brand execs kind of eat it up because just coming from a world of pissing it all the way on television, even just like a, a, a infinitesimal amount of tracking, right? Or, you know, or performance layers to it helps you feel like you're not pissing away so much. But oh yeah, I I can tell you like not right now, but like way earlier in my career, there was there was an agency who shall remain remain nameless working for a client that you all know who shall remain nameless where there was just this tacit agreement to cook the books on uh, digital ad spend. Like to... okay. So, so yeah. the marketing managers and the media buy folks on the brand side basically basically have this tacit agreement with the agency right. where it's like, just make it look good. <laughs> so, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so it, it's super hard to get attention, like really super, really difficult to cut through the noise. Yeah. Right? And then if you want to build a brand, like we're we're building a brand, you can't really buy your way to it. No. You can't. You can only, the only way you can buy your way to it is to buy time. Yeah. So if you are in a position where you can build a brand working full time on it every day of the week, like go for it. I envy you. Yeah. Right. But you can't buy your way to it. It, it takes time. And the only way you can accelerate it is by spending more time per day on it. Yeah, no. Time is time is so much more important than money. Yeah. In, like, at at least the first couple phases, minimum. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe when you have a product, you have you have some ideas to your audience, you have some kind of placement somewhere, then you can take a little bit of steroids and like and throw some ad spend at it. But yeah, like, and and we would kind of learn this the hard way, like at a very small scale in the beginning, like. Like ads are not going to be your way to success. Yeah, yeah. They only they will only they will only amplify something that's working. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can only pour it on to something that's working. And what what that what what is working is usually a good relationship with a customer. Yeah, right. You know? Um, but even like so like we're you know you can't. There's another reason to this, which is like, if you want to start something to please don't put your jobs, start the thing, which, and that is number one, you got to learn to juggle like 30 balls and love it. Yeah. And at the beginning, that's going to be your day job and your business. Right. Right. But because if that business grows, your day is not actually going to get easier. No, <laughs> no, it's you not. just right. replace the day job with all of the tasks and responsibilities you inherit running the business we're seeing right. that right now and yeah. we're, we're still like we still haven't like clear day jobs right no so there's that and then there's also like you never fucking know what's gonna happen we did our initial like friends and family round of the product mm -hmm. like for feedback and then what happened like why that was like four months ago why haven't we budged we're about to right but the pandemic basically shut down our supplier everything right everything ground to a halt and then we're like literally waiting three months for the new supplier to to take up arms and, and get their shit together yeah yeah i mean you never know you like we couldn't have seen that coming no who was going to shut down during the pandemic right because for everyone that shut down like, like there's somebody who didn't sure well it's like it's like to to use my right as a newlywed and say 
the, the everything that everyone tells you there's always gonna be something that goes wrong on your wedding like, there's always gonna yeah. be something that goes wrong Ooh, yeah with your business like you're not gonna see around that corner which is like if for no other reason that is that is reason one two through 15 why you can't just like rage quit your job and say i'm gonna take this ten thousand dollars that i saved and start this company yeah Exactly. And I think like now we are dealing with unprecedented problems because that was always the case. The shit was always going to go wrong, right? Right. Yeah. There's but, there's at least one more layer on top. Yes. Yeah. Now it's like, guess what? Supply chain is just shut down. Nothing. What nothing. are you going to do? No. Kelsey and I are looking to get a new car. And literally I called, we're, we're looking at compact SUVs. And Rad. Right. Yeah. Very adult. Yeah. <laughs> that much closer to the grave um <laughs> and literally like i call in and like they just in november 1st november 2nd which is today was the day they released all the new specials like with the car like the car companies release specials yeah. periodically right. today was the special for this season and like i called today to one of the car dealers that i was looking at i was like hey i saw your special online can i come in and take a test drive they're like yeah like we only have one and it's used brutal and I'm like, like and so i was like all right maybe that's just that dealership so i called a different company different dealership for a different company they're like we have two coming in next month but they're sold yeah so, all right yeah you're just you're dealing with this unprecedented you're dealing with problems on both sides like it, it used to just be how do i attract customers how do I get them to trust me? How do I get placement? How do I get attention? How do I build the best possible product? Now it's all of that plus how do I make sure that when it is available, I can get as much of it as possible because I don't know if this person, this company is going to be around tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. So you're also, you are, you are pissing money on both ends because now you have to buy in so much more quantity because you have such a fear that whatever component you're using will not be there tomorrow because in our scenario that's already happened twice yep exactly and so you're like all right well i have x dollars so now do i have x divided by two for supply and x divided by two for promotion whereas maybe before it was x just for promotion and i know supply will just come whenever i need it yeah don't quit your job <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it's more like use this time to create leverage for yourself, whether that leverage is within the company you work for, whether that leverage is basically using what you have right now to go ladder yourself to a better gig at a better scenario with a better boss, with a better company. Right. Use what you have now as leverage. Um, whether that leverage is to make sure that you have what you need as you take the steps into starting your own business. And that could be a product business like we've been talking about, or it could be a services business. Yeah. Like the, the same sort of things apply. It's still hard to get attention with a services business. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many people pitch us via email all the time. Like, so, you know, people will preach that cold email is like the holy, like the, like the savior, but it's like, but everybody's cold emailing. Right. Right. So I, I don't doubt that it can work. But again, you are going to have a little bit of an uphill climb there. Right. And you've got to go and secure some clients and some secure some cash flow before you can reasonably do something. Um, you can test your way into everything. Mm -hmm. So why not? Right. right. And I think the difference there is it's just the discipline. It's the self-discipline. 
Yeah. You know, it's like being able to focus on both. And like, look, dude, we're living in a world now with work where it's like, if you, again, you have the leverage. If you want to tell your boss, like, hey, man, I start at nine and I cut at five. I am containing my work life. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Like, do, do it. You have the leverage. Right. Or go find a job that lets you do it. Yeah. You know? And conversely, if, you, if you're if you like, well, I'm not doing dick otherwise, like, you know, where am I going right now? So if you want to grind, this is also a great time to do that too. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, wow, really putting the team on your back now, bro, on that. You know, this is great. You know, we're, I'm, I'm going to pass your name along to the SVP. Yeah, you can, re- you can really make... You can really make your name because I think for people in the corporate world, there's this very sobering realization like, wow, being good and being smart, that's not all of it. Right. There is this other thing about visibility. There's this other thing about, uh, people call it networking. I'm not going to call it networking. Yeah. I'm going to call it like having a champion or being in. Yeah. You're being in. Right? Yeah, it's, like, the, it's the water cooler effect. Yeah. It's like you want to be the person that is thought of Yeah, when the opportunities arise. And there's ways to create that. But, like, this is a prime opportunity to go and get that cheddar. Like, right. you can do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and surprise, like, it's not just extroverts that have that X factor or that can have that X factor. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's not you – don't, you don't have to be an extrovert. Yeah. So, like, if you're, if you're mad at, like, the X high school – like quarterback <laughs> right. for get for getting promotions like like it's also partially your fault yeah you hear super chad made vp of sales yeah exactly right. like yeah awesome okay man well I, th- I think we can wrap it there i think this is uh, i think this was a good one so um hey until next time right that's right all right